0: This is Reset, I'm Sasha Ann Simons. A new video is putting the spotlight back on Hammond, Indiana, where kids have been crawling under and over stopped train cars at a railroad crossing. There's been plenty of video footage released, but this new video, it's different. As a group of children climbs across a stopped train, the train actually moves forward. A little girl then jumps off the train. Now a local resident caught it on camera. Let's listen to her reaction in the background of that video now. Oh no. Now, it's not the first time that this issue in Hammond has made waves. After reporting by Investigate TV and ProPublica, the city's mayor said the rail company blocking the tracks agreed to help fund a pedestrian bridge, but no formal deal has been announced. So we're checking back in with Investigate TV reporter Josie Sternman to get an update on what solutions have been proposed and which have actually come to fruition. Hi, Josie. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. So we heard a little snippet there, but I'm curious of your reaction when you first saw this video? Because my heart stopped.
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, that video came to us from Akeisha Henderson, a mom in Hammond, who has been watching this and recording with her cell phone going on two years at this point. And this, this video of all of the videos, other than the little girl climbing under the train, mm-hmm. is the one that shocked me more than anything because it's the worst-case scenario. It's the thing everyone has feared, which is someone climbing over and the train moving, and that's when all of the possibilities are open for somebody being seriously hurt, somebody being potentially killed, and it's just absolutely terrifying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I saw her sort of carefully, uh, the little girl, carefully sort of, I guess, contemplating her next steps or, or looking for a safe place to, to jump off, and... Uh... I didn't think too much of it, but once the train started moving, I mean, I immediately went into mom mode and thought, oh, my God, what if that was my kid?
1: And I mean, that's what you're thinking. You're thinking, you know, will their coat get caught? Will their backpack get right. caught? Will their leg get caught when they're jumping? It's an absolutely terrifying thing to think about as a human being, as a parent. I can't even imagine seeing that video. If that was my child, I would be horrified that that's the choice they have to make every single day, and it's become normal, as we've discussed before. Yeah. But to see it go to that level, it changes everything for me personally, and I think for a lot of other people.
0: Well, let's talk about that, Josie. For the folks who aren't familiar with the original story and why kids have had to make that choice to climb over and under these stopped trains. Describe that for us.
1: Okay, so this is an issue that we've been working on with ProPublica for quite some time. They brought this to our attention and we started to collaborate on projects uh, Hammond, Indiana is like a lot of places that have trains come through town, and they will block the crossings, uh, sometimes for hours or even days at a time. Hammond is a little bit of an anomaly because it's uh, just outside the Chicago area, as you know, where there are just tons of trains coming and going, and it's kind of a staging area. Uh, unfortunately, it's an area that has been very problematic these these trains have been blocking the crossings to and from school they have interrupted emergency response and for some reason there just has not been a solution Mm -hmm. once we started reporting and showing people what we had actually captured where you could see these kids on a daily basis climbing over and under the trains that's when the, the wheels of motion and progress really started to turn here. Uh, Norfolk yeah. Southern's CEO told the mayor of Hammond he was upset by seeing that video. And the mayor told us, as you mentioned, that they were working on this $5 million pedestrian bridge. We have not heard. Uh, Whether or not that is formalized, Uh, the mayor said recently um, to Topher Sanders, the reporter for ProPublica, that the project is still moving forward. They are still working with Norfolk Southern and that the project is now in the design phase and will not cost Hammond taxpayers, any money, but that's still not a firm confirmation that Mm. Norfolk Southern is putting the bill on this, and they won't confirm it either. All they will tell us is that they're still collaborating, working with the city, working with other stakeholders, including the Federal Railroad Administration, which obviously plays a role in this as well. Any solutions related to these problems of blocked crossings, be it in Hammond, be it in any community in the country, it could be the local government, the state government, the railroad itself, or the federal government that chips in to try to Create solutions to I this
0: see. problem. So, so there was a, at one point an agreement then uh, from the rail company to help fund this pedestrian bridge and at the tune of five million dollars, right, to That's provide a safe crossing. Told.
1: That's what the mayor told us. He said that's what they had agreed to, although the company would never confirm that, and there was never any kind of formal signing of an agreement that we're aware of, no no press announcement, nothing like that. So it, it seems as though a project is moving forward. How it's being funded still remains a mystery, even though the mayor had initially said, listen, this is a victory. They've said they're going to do this, although they have not confirmed it themselves.
0: Yeah, and so the latest we have from the mayor is that this project is in the design phase and it is, it is continuing, it will happen.
1: That's what he said. It's continuing, and that most importantly, he said it will not impact Hammond taxpayers themselves. So that gives us some indications of where the funding could potentially come from. Uh, There are billions of dollars right now available from the FRA and from the Department of Transportation for this um, crossing elimination program. Basically, no crossing where trains and people interact is considered a safe crossing. So the federal government gets that, and they have allocated billions of dollars to get rid of these crossings. So it could come from that kind of funding. Hammond has one other grants uh, that fall into that program itself. So they could get funding there. They could mm. get funding from Norfolk Southern. All they've said is the taxpayers won't pay for it right. and that it's needed as a long-term solution.
0: So here's a bit of a statement here we have from Norfolk Southern. It says, quote, We're closely partnering with Hammond's leaders. As a result, we've made operational changes and developed a way to notify local officials if a crossing will be blocked for an extended period of time. This collaboration has helped to ensure that there have been no reports of this crossing being blocked for an extended period during the past nine months, end quote. I mean, if you look at just that, Josie, I mean, that sounds promising
1: promising. And as Akeisha Anderson says in our uh, most recent reporting, there were some measures put in place. They put these curfews in place so that the trains were not supposed to stop during the time when kids go to school or return home from school. And if a crossing was blocked, they worked out a system where they could notify local officials so that everybody would be aware of it. But that's obviously not working 100% of the time because you've got Akeisha capturing this video where not only does The crossing get blocked by a train we don't know how long it was there for but it is at least blocked long enough that the kids think hey we've got to go over this they do and then without any warning at least not what we could hear on the video itself and akisha says she didn't hear one either it starts to move so the solutions exist and we've heard they have been working but they're not foolproof and that latest video is is pretty much evidence of that
0: yeah well Zoom out for us just a, just a moment here, Josie. What does the problem look like across the country, this same problem? Because it's happening elsewhere.
1: It is absolutely happening elsewhere, and it's resulted in deaths and injuries, as we've reported with ProPublica. This is a huge problem in many communities. If there are rail tracks that run through your community, you have dealt with this. There have been house fires and emergency response that's been delayed as a result of that. There have been lives lost in Texas as a result of this, and it's a serious problem. It's a problem the federal government wants to see dealt with. Uh, Atlanta has this as a large problem as well. Senator Raphael Warnock saw our reporting on this, uh, immediately added some amendments to the Rail Safety Act that was moving as a result of East Palestine, Ohio, the derailment and the disaster that happened there. He tacked on some amendments specific to blocked crossings that would allocate specific funding to get rid of those crossings near schools or along school bus routes. They also are asking for additional study about this problem Mm -hmm. uh, from the National Academies of Sciences. And also they want to just tackle this problem generally and deal with it. Um, But the FRA and the DOT itself do not have any sort of power or oversight over this. Yeah. It's up to the railroads themselves. So they have to get Congress to pass this Rail Safety Act to just get these first steps moving forward. And this is something you'll remember. After this derailment, this was a top priority. This was a bill that was moving on the fast track, and it has just hit an absolute standstill. When we talked to Secretary Buttigieg a couple of weeks ago, this was extremely frustrating for him. Because this was an important issue. People realized the significance of getting more oversight, more protection for consumers across the country, not just with blocked crossings, but when it comes to hazardous materials. Well, we
0: have have audio of uh, a bit of your conversation with uh, the Transportation Secretary. Let's listen.
1: No child anywhere in America should have to navigate a train, whether it's moving or whether it's still. They shouldn't have to navigate it in the first place. This should not be their problem. Uh, we owe it to kids and we owe it to communities to make sure that they are protected. And by the way, so do the railroads.
0: So that was Pete Buttigieg. Uh, tell us more about the response from him and uh, you know other politicians in Washington.
1: They're from. Uh, you know, he talks about the the need, the secretary talks about the need to keep pressure up. The rail industry is one of the most powerful industries in the country. Incredible lobbying power, incredible influence over politicians on Capitol Hill. And it's one of the reasons uh, he would speculate and many politicians would speculate that this Rail Safety Act has come to a standstill. It's just gone back burner. And that's frustrating, Uh, not just because of an issue like this that puts kids at risk, but because there are lots of other rail safety issues packed into this one bill that are just not being addressed. And it does take a crisis for attention to come on to this uh, and for something to be done. And if you want things done on Congress, in Congress, it unfortunately does take disaster to make it happen and once you let the wheel off once you let the let the pressure off basically then things kind of go by the wayside and the rail industry according to Secretary judge, just comes back into town and starts doing whatever they want and that's basically what we've seen here it's, yeah. it's frustrating for everybody involved except for the rail industry which continues to operate business as usual with Very little oversight and regulation when it comes to these issues.
0: And the fact that you say that this is sort of at a standstill, this uh, Railroad Safety Act in Congress, you know, that's a Railway, Railway Safety Act, rather. Yeah, that's that's discouraging.
1: Incredibly discouraging. This is something that came to the forefront of, you know, the American mind as a result of a major disaster that impacted a whole town. They're able to tack on other amendments that impact people across the country when it comes to blocked crossings or these hazardous materials to not move this bill along the secretary would say is a failure of Congress and he can't do anything as he as he said to us the DOT only has so much power you know they can't lay down the rules and say hey guys do this they need the help of Congress to pass bills like this to protect the American people and if they don't do it They're left sort of powerless, which is a hard position to be in. He can raise all the attention he wants. Videos like what we've seen in Hammond can raise all the attention we want. But nothing's going to get done if your legislators don't bring this issue to the forefront. Get it through the hearing process and bring it up for a vote on the floor of the Senate and the House.
0: Well, boy, are we glad you're on top of this. That's Josie Sturman, national investigative reporter for Investigate TV. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: And you can read more about this story at InvestigateTV.com.